Soon after their departure from Egypt, the Israelites arrived at Mount Sinai. It was there that God gave them the law that would act as a guide and set them apart from the surrounding nations. Later, the law would be recapitulated by Moses shortly before his death when they were about to enter the Promised Land. Let's hear Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses 1 to 22. Moses called to all Israel and said to them, Hear, Israel, the statutes and the ordinances which I speak in your ears this day, that you may learn them and observe to do them. Yahweh our God made a covenant with us in Horeb. Yahweh didn't make this covenant with our fathers, but with us, even us, who are all of us here alive this day. Yahweh spoke with you face to face on the mountain, out of the midst of the fire. I stood between Yahweh and you at that time, to show you the word of Yahweh, for you were afraid because of the fire, and didn't go up onto the mountain, saying, I am Yahweh your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make an engraved image for yourself, any likeness of what is in heaven above, or what is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down yourself to them, nor serve them. For I, Yahweh your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children, and on the third and on the fourth generation of those who hate me, and showing loving kindness to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of Yahweh your God in vain, for Yahweh will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Observe the Sabbath day, to keep it holy, as Yahweh your God commanded you. You shall labor six days, and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to Yahweh your God, in which you shall not do any work, you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your ox, nor your donkey, nor any of your livestock, nor your stranger who is within your gates, that your male servant and your female servant may rest as well as you. You shall remember that you were a servant in the land of Egypt, and Yahweh your God brought you out of there by a mighty hand and by an outstretched arm. Therefore, Yahweh your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Honor your father and your mother, as Yahweh your God commanded you, that your days may be long, and that it may go well with you in the land which Yahweh your God gives you. You shall not murder, neither shall you commit adultery, neither shall you steal, neither shall you give false testimony against your neighbor, neither shall you covet your neighbor's wife, neither shall you desire your neighbor's house, his field, or his male servant, or his female servant, his ox, or his donkey, or anything that is your neighbor's. These words Yahweh spoke to all your assembly on the mountain, out of the midst of the fire, of the cloud, and of the thick darkness, with a great voice, and he added no more. He wrote them on two tables of stone, and gave them to Eight of the Ten Commandments are framed negatively, as you shall not. God gave the law to convict man of his sin. The law reflects the perfect standard of an infinitely holy God. 
neither we nor the Israelites of old could ever hope to keep the law. Instead, it reminds us of our sinfulness and drives us to Christ, as the Apostle reminds us. What then is the law? It was added because of transgressions, until the seed should come to whom the promise has been made. It was ordained through angels by the hand of a mediator. Now, a mediator is not between one, but God is one. Is the law then against the promises of God? Certainly not. For if there had been a law given which could make alive, most assuredly righteousness would have been of the law. But the scriptures shut up all things under sin, that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. But before faith came, we were kept in custody under the law, shut up to the faith which should afterwards be revealed, so that the law has become our tutor to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith is come, we are no longer under a tutor, for you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. It is important to realise that the law came after the exodus from Egypt, not before. The Israelites had already been freed from their bondage before they were told how to live. Law always follows grace. We are saved from our sin solely by the grace of God, but because we have been saved, we are free to walk in obedience to the standard God requires of us. We must respond with gratitude and thankful obedience because of what God has done for us. Obedience is vital to our covenant relationship with God. But obedience is only possible through the grace of God, because of the finished work of Christ and the standing we now have through what he has done for us before an infinitely holy God.